Welcome to Bad Dad's Film Review, in which a bunch of 40-something-year-old men chat about movies and kids' TV. This week's show starts with the top five movie cows and some other things as well, news and stuff, before we move on to our main feature, <laughs> the Chinese director Zhang Yimou's epic historical fantasy The Great Wall, before finishing things off with a look at an expansion to the blippy cinematic universe, or the blippy-verse, with the Netflix show Mika. Now, it occurs to me that after three years or so of this pod being around, regular listeners will probably know quite a bit about us now. For instance, there's Sports Mad Dan, so old that his chiropractor is a paleontologist. <laughs> then there's the motherfucking dinosaur himself, Oedipus Rex Sidey. And then there's me, Reegs, just another solipsist. Hello. Uh, but what you probably don't know about is the man cave where each week's pod is presented from and which we won't be here for much longer for a little while. So that'll be interesting to see what happens with that. But anyway, I thought I'd give the listeners a sort of brief description of where we are it's not one of those sleek modern man caves this is a, it's all sort of bookshelves more of a haberdashery and trinkets it? and memorabilia and that sort mm. of stuff the records and record players there's a bar in one corner dartboard in another of course there's a recreation of Versailles' beautiful fountain of apollo uh, in the in the fifth corner over there of course in the adjoining room wing uh, yeah there's i'll have to describe that another time but i can see what is that a lost da vinci mural you, is it yeah it's One quite of... echoey that room room and uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's a, a signed photo of the actual db cooper holding his passport and everything um, and and trevor brooken yeah yeah so that's that's nice. just some of the wonders of the man cave yeah so yeah. maybe next time we can tell you a few more bits and pieces there's also a roulette wheel and i forgot to tell you but there is a full roulette table in the auction this week is there yes Ooh, dangerous yeah. <laughs> we could put it in well, the wing i'm yeah. i'm gonna be i'm gonna be off on the travels again so if you wanted to get a roulette table and set it all up in here for, <laughs> for me when i get back that'd be fine but we we will be recording from elsewhere then yeah next month we've we've had offers just need to sort it out really yeah make it happen wow might might do a, a sort of combination of different venues maybe just keep it fresh yeah who knows because we don't <laughs> yeah so dan you were you wanted to spice things up and reinvent the wheel a little bit and you were saying let's do some news yeah i, I was thinking instead of the top five yeah which we've are doing anyway we're doing anyway <laughs> why not hit the fans with some of the the celeb news and yeah. hollywood movie news that we well or film news it was, that some, we, it was we know a good news week i think because we had the golden globes didn't we yeah and that coincided very nicely completely by chance with our banshees of inner sharon yeah oh, shout out to shout out to johnny utah <laughs> it left him feeling like yeah like disconsolate and depressed i still haven't seen it and i've avoided all the spoilers so i will okay. watch it yeah, at some I, point I, well, I it's did, on, use my disney plus it's i on. did get the missus to watch it as well and she she said it was quite sad yeah felt. my missus didn't want to watch it again i wanted to watch it twice for the pod last week and no i'll watch it but i just thought it was I'm, great I'm, uh, yeah i'm still a fan and if there's any kind of indication of who does get the oscars then colin farrell won the golden globe for mm. the greatest that ever did it yeah yeah he had a good a good a good acceptance speech Oh, did he? I didn't hear that. Yeah, there was, was a few where they, they, you know, they, 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 I think they have a counter with you've got the X amount of time and it's not long. Right. And he told them to fuck off when they started playing the music. You can turn that off. And so did uh, Michelle. Yo. Yo. She's like, turn that off. Stop that. I'll come and beat you up. Because I mean, they can be a bit time. lovey, but this is really good. And of course, oh my God, I never get his right name right. Temple of Doom. Kehi Kwan. That's it, Kehi Kwan. His, his acceptance. Oh, what a story. Fantastic. So, mm. so one of the things I watched was the Actors Roundtable this week. I started watching that. And so he was in it with Colin Farrell. Elvis. Elvis, Austin Butler. Brendan Fraser. Austin Butler. Have you heard that dude talk? Like, he just looks an absolute bang average normal dude. You hear him speak and he's mm. like, oh, 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 oh. just got that Elvis drawl. And then it suddenly just seems to change the way you even look at him just how mm. how you hear him speak and it was is fantastic to have all those guys around i've got fucking zero interest in that film though but data's story to give him his goonies name was <laughs> fantastic 25 years mm. he didn't work he had fallen out of the film well, business. he's he he got, got he was stunt the coordinator on jet lee's the one i yeah. found out this well, week he, which is amazing so he worked behind the camera and then he, he watched crazy rich asians i think mm. it was and he started to think well maybe hollywood's turned a corner here and there, there's mm. some more roles for, for asian yeah. 
kind of actors. And he's then gone and applied. And two weeks later, after getting an agent after this, that script came through his door and he just said, it's unbelievable. I can't believe I'm I'm sat here with all you guys because it wasn't so long ago. I mm. was, you know, just this was a, a distant dream of mine again. Well, maybe what this section should be is good news, bad news, because it's good news for Kei Kwan. But yeah. it's unfortunately bad news this week for Michael Bay. Based uh, well, it's um, good news for the rest of us. Then, well, he's section. furiously hit back at reports that claimed he'd been charged over the death of a pigeon in Italy <laughs> while filming the Netflix movie Six Underground. So, yeah, it's apparently a pigeon was killed by a dolly while Bay was filming in Rome, and it's illegal to harm or kill wild animals there. So, so he, as director, is being held responsible for the incident. So could be a pigeon that brings down Michael Bay. That'd be good. So good there news, was also Jennifer Coolidge one for the series that you really liked, yeah. White Lotus. And her she speech, was great. Her speech was brilliant as well. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. So. It was all a, a load of people. And uh, Brendan Fraser as well. It was all just people who'd been forgotten by yeah, was, Hollywood yeah. and yeah. a bit of a celebration. It was great. Have you heard this exciting news about Jake Gyllenhaal and Conor McGregor? going to do remake of roadhouse connor yeah you've heard that right mma yeah douche nozzle yeah. so jake gillen i mean gillen- I'm, I'm, I'm i've checked out of this story already yeah well i'm ju- <laughs> I, i'm just i'm just reading the news me yeah. but that's quite a strange combo isn't it yeah might be one to to remake roadhouse uh, I've not seen Roadhouse. Have you not seen no. it? Okay, I can well, see we're going to have to do a midweek uh, on that. I can see, I can see Gyllenhaal in that. Anyway, but, um, so that's news. Yeah, that was good, wasn't it? News. It was. Did you watch anything? We, we, we haven't seen you for a, a long while, while so yeah. you must have watched at least something. Yeah, well, I watched all of Andor, and what Did everybody says that? about it is true Correct. that it takes ages. Well, it's a lot of world building, and it does take a while to pay off. But when it does, it pays off big style. Okay, I still haven't um, watched that. So ah, it's great. Need to go on to that. Really I good. really liked it. Yeah, even I liked all the slow build up of it all i enjoyed the. Lot. i did enjoy that there it was getting to a point at some points you're like you kind of need something to happen but then stuff does happen and it really builds and builds and builds it's great and kaleidoscope i watched which uh, okay. was an interesting netflix experiment you can start it anywhere or something is that right yeah it's right. hard to see how you couldn't start it on the one that i started it on but i guess everybody who watches it says that but yeah that's an interesting experiment you can watch the whole thing in in any order that you want apart ah. from the last episode been taught, um, yeah, I've been heard, hearing about this. It's only okay, but it's a really novel idea. I like the ambition of it. So I watched that and I watched all the stuff for the pod apart from um, Ed Sheeran. Yeah. yeah. I did Batman last night. I did The Dark Knight Rises after watching The Dark Knight. I don't know, sweet, Restarted pod, that. Yeah. And I, so I finished that and then I thought, why? Well, Have you watched The Batman though? And I've watched The Batman yeah, as yeah. well. Have you? Um, no, not yet. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to pick really it good. for the pod. Elvis is the next kind of big blockbuster I'd, I'd like to see i like those biopics but how good is the dark knight rises because you've got it's pretty good it's I, a tough act to follow the dark knight though. It, it is but i i really like i mean tom hardy the change for him to go in his bay we need howie here for an impersonation it's mm. absolutely scary is he's, he's huge they i had to look it up how they did it and they gave him kind of lifts and he said he was overweight anyway. So he just kind of carried on piling on the weight. But he doesn't look anything like you wouldn't recognize him. Or, unbelievable transformation. And I really enjoyed that again. So I, I, that's only the second time I've seen it. So oh, okay. It seen was quite a few times. It was really good. We watched, oh, we're two and a half films into the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise this week, yeah. which I didn't like. How the many first are time. there? Is it four? Five, five i think maybe right but my daughter's really enjoying it and we watched willow the series oh, i heard yeah. that's good it does feature one of the most like appallingly bad acting performances by warwick davies i mean it's like so bad good but it's really that's good I'm there for, yeah. it's really good we've immediately gone around and started it again so we're half the way around again nice it's better i mean it's fucking way better than rings of power yeah um, i watch that don't bother it's crap oh, so i tell you good. what we did start the queen's gambit Okay, yeah, that good. was good. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Right, yeah, that was pretty much me yeah. actually with with watching bit of the football, obviously, which has been tortured for us Hammers fans. But yeah, not much better for us either. But San Francisco Forty ers continue to win, so at least one of my teams is doing okay. Dan, I get the feeling from what you said earlier that you researched 
tip top for this week cows no no I don't know. Just had a bit of a, a blind spot on that one. Yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll have a quick look now while we, while you go a, along, and I'll come up with something clever and funny. Okay. Well, it is top five cows. Yeah. This was originally going to go along with our Henry Cavill. Yeah. Because I was of Jersey, not the Jersey to be connection involved in that episode, yeah. the Man of Steel episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you probably. Oh, well, definitely. I know you love that film. So you would have been singing its praises probably a lot more than Dan and I because we were like, it was okay, it was good. But well, it just, I, I always like the, I like the fact that they tried something really different, you know, it would have been really easy to just kind of go the comical Marvel route and they went the epic, like godlike stuff and not everything works, but the score is amazing. Cavill's brilliant. It's like a, a sci-fi first contact story as yeah. much as anything yeah. else. And uh, yeah, it's a good movie that. Cool. Uh, right. Well, do you want to give us a cow? Yeah. Your first cow. It's going to start linked to this week's Midweeker. We watched The Debt Collector, if you remember, and this week we watched Avengement for our Midweeker. The Debt Collector was a great Scott Adkins and Jesse V. Johnson movie, and it interspersed black and white footage of cows moving through an abattoir with the scenes of Adkins and co-star Louis Mandalore in a great little sort of crime thriller action Tarantino-inspired collaboration-y thing. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So that, there was that, and Matthew Kasovitz's Lahane has. It was about racism and social tension and police brutality in the banlieues, yeah. the the police count the council estates of Paris in the nineties. And it's got Vincent Cassell and his character Vins imagine seeing seeing a cow on the estate at various points in the movie. It's a hallucination, but also something something symbolism. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's a couple of cows for you. Teenage Mutant Hero Toes. Cowabunga. That's yeah. about as much nice. as cowers I've got off the top of my head. Okay. The very first one that I thought of doesn't qualify. Because the first thing I thought of was the Apocalypse Now. Yeah. But it's a water buffalo. Yeah, it is a water buffalo. But they, I don't know it if was an actual one that they slaughtered on film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Defend that. Yeah. Obviously, years down the line, people are like, it's not that cool. Water buffalo. Like, That's what they do. I, they, I had uh, it on my list. Is that a cow or not? I don't know if it's bovine. We could maybe, maybe if it, if they're... I have to look that up. Well, the stakes are high, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, so that that's a maybe. It's, it's on the maybe pile. That was the first one you thought of. The, the first one I thought of was the uh, Twister one. Yeah. The cow in the that was, uh, that tornado. That was yeah. That's another cow. Yeah. I think it's the same one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that one, Dan? No, I might have. Twister, the movie with Bill Pullman? Yeah. And... Oh, seen, not heard. Yeah. Yeah. And as the cow just gets twisted by the Twister. By the Twister, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Johnny Cordner did a review of that for our local, like... Yeah, I think he fell asleep. He said, there's nothing like a good movie, and this is nothing <laughs> like a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any others? Yeah, yeah. Me, myself, and Irene. Yeah, it's my favourite. Any, like, Jim Carrey's sort of multiple personality character. Do they f- find it, or is he hit Yeah, it? they, they find, find it, it in the, the middle of the yeah. road, and he thinks it's been killed by a truckers, <laughs> and they sort of decide to try and move the body. It's obviously this huge cow, and these two people, it's him and Rene <laughs> Zellweger. Yeah. So then it starts to move, so Carrey decides to put it out I think of it's misery. as well. And, uh, yeah, she, he's like, you don't want to see this. You don't want to see this. Yeah, he's like... Just, okay, he says something about like, you know trying to put you out of your misery. Yeah. It's just like a single gunshot, and then when they go to move it, it moves again. It walks off, and, and it's it just it just twitches every time he shoots it. It shoots it like three times. <laughs> Jesus, mother of God! Then <laughs> eventually ends up in a, like a headlock. Yeah, he, and he, he's, he's got it in a sleeper hold with his fingers like clawed up its nostrils, <laughs> yeah. and he's shouting to her, "Do something, damn it!" And she just comes up and just like kicks it in the gut. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. I've got something else that we reviewed on the pod, which is the Magic Roundabout. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. That has yeah. the cow Ermintrude, and I have a cuddly toy of that. Nice. Soft toy somewhere. I think it's now been swallowed up by my daughter's cuddly toy collection, but I was always a fan of Ermintrude. Yeah. What was Ermintrude's particular personality? She's just taken it easy. She offers some sort of sage advice from time to time, but mm. she was just pretty placid mm. doing nice. cow stuff cowing it up yeah oh brother where art thou there's two cow moments in that george nelson oh george oh, yeah, the not the gun. livestock <laughs> as he guns down the cows yeah. it's the only thing he hates more than the police and then early in the movie they meet the the blind guy doing the 
yeah, train the, tracks thing, thing yeah. whatever that thing is. And he says, oh, you'll see by the end of your journey or whatever, you'll see a, a cow on the roof of a house. And they do at the end when the dam bursts yeah. and the cow is on the roof of a house. Great. Oh, there's been a few kids ones, isn't there? There's actually a film called Cow. I've never yeah. seen that. I think it's a documentary, um, is it, about the about the, 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 the cow industry? Which reminds me of the Jake Gyllenhaal one that we watched. Uh, yeah. And I'm fairly sure there that was a pig, though. It was a super in, pig. It was a super, yeah. It was a super pig, but I'm, I think at the abattoirs and things, didn't they have cows as well? Maybe. Or am I? Didn't you watched Real Steel? I watched along with you in solidarity. Doesn't he fight a bull at the beginning? He, he, he punches one, yeah. I think, doesn't he? He gets, yeah. or oh, the robot does. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. It does. When I was a kid, there was a film. I think it might have been a Jackie Chan one, or and he actually punches a cow as well and knocks it out. Nice. Um, but I can't remember exactly the name, so I can't add it in here. Power of the Dog that we watched for the pod had a lot of cow content. Uh, one of them dies of anthrax early on that mm. Phil Cumberbatch notices, and then that's right. Yeah, later, yeah. the kid scalps an, an anthrax-ridden cow to make the rope that he poisons him that's with. Right. And doesn't Cumberbatch also castrate a bull? Yeah. I have been watching something new in 23 ah the is something to do with yellowstone or whatever yeah so yellowstone's yellowstone. the end one mm. this is the middle one and it was 1883 which is the what what came out first i don't know where to start i, I think, think yellowstone I wanna... started yeah and then it was 1883 and now it's not so i'm like joining in at the end yeah i don't want to do that i want to watch it in the order yeah I I heard, wish this I is what everyone's talking about now isn't it it's the but thing. it's really fucking good it's harrison ford is the lead he's the the patriarch and helen mirren's fucking like out of this world and this it's fucking great it's another one of those annoying one a week things mm. which is annoying great cattle content though because they are mm. they are you know on the fucking planes on the planes yeah, they are, they're planes. proper cowboys you know yeah. they're moving the herd around and they're they're in a battle with the local sheep farmers who are grazing on their land and the it, farmers are yeah and it, es it escalates it escalates very quickly and it's people aren't afraid to kill characters off anymore are they in telly yeah. and if you get some fucking deaths right really early on all right okay. it also like nothing to do with cows but you know, I you know I love a western, mm. and uh, you know old school westerns. It was always cowboys, Indians, you know, cowboys, mm -hmm. goodies. This is like reframing the story to what actually went down, and it's got a lot of re-educating the Indian women in the ways of the Baptist Church, mm. and is fucking horrific, mm. absolutely fucking appalling. Great series though, and fucking shitloads. I mean, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cows in it. Yeah. Well, I was just trying to think of the other one that we with Brad Pitt on the plains um legends of the goral legends of the goral legends <laughs> yeah. of the fall of course cow because you have these big open ranges mm. and and i guess any western would fall under the the cow as does banner, any movie like a western where it has like a cow skull to symbolize that yeah. they're in the desert oh, and they pan right, along yeah. you just see yeah. the cow skull you so know. that would be probably tarantino's well ace ventura too as well ace ventura mm. too what a wonderful room of death you have <laughs> another cow based movie that we watched for the pod there was obviously been a lot of them subconsciously we didn't know but the, the founder uh yeah yeah yeah. the story of mcdonald's yeah um and ray Kroc. that's did. actually decent that isn't it with um, like that. michael keaton michael i was thinking the straight story must have had a cow in it at some point but then mm. I couldn't think of a specific one. There must be, though. Yeah. yeah. Mars attacks in the prologue. They <laughs> roast a whole field of cows. Yeah. But yeah, good. High quality cow content in movies. Well, in but also, movies, I've, got, yeah. I've got a few animated ones. Clara Bell Cow from Mickey Mouse. I think she was the one that he played her udders in Steamboat Willie. Yeah. Which was disturbing. Mm. And then we reviewed The Tick. Kids, oh, yes. four kids, yeah, yeah. necessarily four kids. Yeah, not in the episode that we watched, but there is a character called the man-eating cow, and it is just a cow who ah. eats men. What is that? That horror film, the the others? <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm probably. I mean, I could probably go on about cows, but maybe I'm done. I've got one from Comic Book World, which is Bat Cow from the DC Universe. Yeah. But I'm not going to nominate that. Should we go? Should we have a look at what we've had on Twitter? Because there has been some some decent shout outs on Twitter for this. We've got Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yeah. Fesher Lavash when they yeah. catapult the cow over the <laughs> yeah. wall. The cock and bull story. Yeah. It's but Coogan. I want to say it's Michael Winterbottom, but I don't know if that's true or not. It's the Tristan's Shandy. 
That's uh, Darren Leithley coming up with both That's of those. Really good. I, I can't think, remember a cow. Couldn't though, think of a good fine. Darren Leithley cow portmanteau or anything like that. Oh, well, what? How are you? Do, what kind of breeds of cow are there? Top secret. Remember yeah. the Valkyrie? Yeah. Yes. yes. But where's there's cows the cow? in that, isn't there? And uh, also that was nominated um, by Killer Tomato. There Dan's, is the Latvian brown or the Lithian brown <laughs> cow variety. That was some good ones on Twitter. It was Killer Tomato who mentioned the top secret one. I, I, you know, it's so long since I've seen that movie, I can't remember. But he's he's, he's adamant that the only correct answer is top secret. Well, the part of that that I remember is when the the professor looks through the the magnifying glass and he takes it away. His eyes still the same size. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it was just silly humour made me laugh um, right so what are we going to put in to our first top five of 2023 I am going to put me myself and Irene in it's a great shout that is strong well I'll go for Monty Python yeah good call I'm going to put in Ermintrude from the Magic Roundabout and we're having um, I think Top Secret is going and then we've got room for one more one other yes yeah. yes. let's do it let's find out if a water buffalo is from the bovine yeah genus time for some movie chat yes the great wall yeah the name of a movie and also the name of pete's in-laws chinese takeaway right yeah which is where i get my chinese takeaways from okay pretty good. good pretty good yeah bit of free advertising there. yeah yeah i want free bonus ribs in picking sauce next time thank you okay is that is that really true that Pete's That's Pete's, really true, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. In COVID when Pete was having to find different stuff, he was a delivery driver for them temporarily, if you recall. Yeah. yeah. I think they got family over in Hong Kong. They do, yeah. In, in, they do, yeah. Uh, Someone connected to No, who's just, that? Fucking hell, his name goes out of my mind now. He's in police story and all that. Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. So Pete's Mrs.'s like uncle or great uncle or something that was in a movie with Jackie Chan. Some some connection. Like, we'll get him to explain it next time. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, wow. I, I've got a friend <clears throat> who's in China. I said, ask what it's like living in China. And he says, oh, I can't complain. <laughs> I can't, can they? <laughs> anyway, this is by Zhang Yimou, who was a Chinese director that I'd seen a couple of his movies, Hero. Yeah. Uh, I was going through a big Jet Li phase. And so I watched that. I remember in sort of the early 2000s or whenever, whenever it came out. And then House of the Flying Daggers when I was watching a lot of Wuxia, mm. which is a sort of historical fiction slash legends of martial artists type movie of which this is. But yeah, the, he also did a movie called A Woman, A Gun and A Noodle Shop, which is a sort of re- remake of the Coen Brothers Blood Simple. Okay, see. that's interesting. Yeah, But yeah, his movies have a sort of characteristic use of this Wuxia style, acrobatics and colours and stuff. And it's worn out in this sort of cross-cultural movie that he did the great wall that has a bunch of western actors in it including matt damon Matt Damon, you, so he we, did we, hero this guy didn't he yeah and house of flying daggers daggers yeah yeah i wonder what goes just, on when Riggs is talking you just switch off completely yeah no I, i'm just <laughs> saying <laughs> hopefully not everybody else does but yeah he's got that kind of voice isn't yeah. he yeah yeah but he's right Dan. he did do all those things this film we get a Bit of text at first about the war itself, yeah, say 1700 years or something it took to build. Yeah, 1700 years, it's five and a half thousand. It's a real long time. 5,555 miles long or something. It's also bullshit that you can see it from outer space. From well, it's not true. Yeah. All right. Well, it's a myth, isn't it? It depends how thing. cloudy it is, I guess, isn't it? I think it was supposed to be the only man-made structure you could see from the International Space Station, but that's right. bollocks. Not true. Not true. It's got a sort of pounding score, which is kind of a mix right. of Western stuff and sort of Chinese drums and that sort of stuff. And it's by Ramin Jawadi, who's the guy who does the Game of Thrones yeah. music, and you can hear that influence yeah. across it. And yeah, we're given some background via subtitle. About how it stood for so long to keep out the Led threat. Zeppelin were going to do the they were they were going to do the soundtrack for this, but the government <laughs> declared a lockdown, so they couldn't. Jeez, <laughs> that might that, be the worst one ever. Yeah. I don't know whether that works. No. And then we get Matt Damon as William and Pedro Pascal as Tovar. Damon is kind of allegedly Irish. Didn't um, know that till I read reading the notes later on. Yeah, it's pretty comical, his uh, accent in this. It's sort of I that think, Robin Hood syndrome. Yeah, I think we got about half an hour in and my missus went, 
it looks like quite a lot like Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> honestly, and I looked at her and I didn't know what was going on. And she went, that guy? And I went, it fucking is Matt Damon. Yeah. And she's like, oh, really? <laughs> so she was right. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, it it kind of looks uh, a little bit of Prince of Persia vibes going on. It's- well, they're kind of outlaws. Something's going on. They're, they're looking for something. They're out in the desert, aren't they? And they're being tracked and, they're, they're and attacked. Sort of, yeah, they're, they're tracking down this black powder. Black powder, powder. gunpowder. But yeah, they're being attacked by local bandits and they take refuge in a cage and some number of cage cave Mm. and some number of their crew are dead or dying and there's some conversation about leaving men behind and damon and william says no i won't do that i was left behind twice and it didn't turn out good for the other guys who left me behind blah 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 and then one night when he's fumbling around with his magic magnetic rock they're sort of attacked by something unseen in the shadows it's not really clear what it is but he manages to lop an arm off it and then sort of suddenly kick it, kick it over a ravine that, that wasn't appeared next before. to them yeah <laughs> i bet and, they wouldn't have camped there if they really know how how close they were to that ravine <laughs> yeah. so yeah it's pretty clumsy that bit and he anyway he's lopped off the claw arm of something and uh, they it's like a baby godzilla or something yeah, well, we don't really know what it is, but they take it. They get up the next day to travel and they're being chased again by, I think it's called the Nameless Order. It's the local empire forces and the bandits. And they decide to take refuge at the Great Wall when they find it, taking this arm with them. Well, they've got a choice of go back and face the guys that have been chasing them or, mm. or go towards this army on the wall and... They're surrounded by a ring of arrows, aren't they? Yeah. As soon as they appear. Some really and, bad um, CGI arrows. I'm an archery fan, though, so that I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I know. I always love all the, yeah. the stuff in this. Yeah, well, they're, they're not going anywhere apart from... They're just marginally outnumbered. Marginally outnumbered yeah. and outpowered. So they, uh, they go we, in. We do get to meet the... So this is great. The you Power get Rangers. to meet the soldiers. Yeah, yeah. they're all in these <laughs> intricately designed, different colour-coded costumes that, you know, that it signifies what they do and we'll find out some of them do exciting yeah, stuff. Yeah, we've got some lovely narration slash expo- exposition of what each unit does. Yeah. And they, it looks amazing. Well, if you like that sort of thing, which, you know, people standing in ornate armour in all these real vivid colours in formation and stuff. And uh, they're all very excited about the arm that he chopped off. And uh, they can't believe... They don't believe his story at first. Yeah. And the lady is having to translate it back to the... General Lin and strategist Wang. Well, there's this comedy moment where they're tied up talking English and then she kind of goes, tell me, what is this? And they realise, oh, you speak English as well. And they've been talking about escaping or, or whatever it was. But yeah, they get the point across that Actually, it was just this guy on his own, Matt Damon, that had. They don't believe him, but Wang, the, the strategist, he says, no, it's got green blood. He's got green blood on his sword. Yeah. His story checks out. out. Yeah. yeah. And then we've got also Willem Dafoe just lurking in the shadows. Yeah. Just like looking over a balcony at them. Like, mm, it's a bit yeah. shifty looking. Very shifty, yeah. I would say. So they get sort of taken as prisoners, don't no, they? Someone, but then someone before- bursts in the room in this scene. So oh, yeah. the smoke, the smoke houses or whatever it is, and they've got. On the wall, when someone sees something, they light, and the next tower lights, and the, smokes, right. the smoke signals indicate that something's happening. And they say, oh, shit, you know, we thought the attack was nine days away, but it's happening now. Yeah. So straight in. Straight into yeah. full-scale Helm's yeah. Deep-style yeah. siege at the wall. And they, it's one of those great scenes where every, the, the armies get set, and then it's quiet, and you're waiting for stuff to happen, and, like, somebody's but, trembling. But or part of the set is the, the ladies in the blue yeah. Power Ranger costumes. They go out onto this kind of pronged fan thing, yeah. Over that overlooks the wall, and it's like the Overhands Simpsons where the that guy's standing <laughs> yeah. there. And you're like, I really want to know what that, what that one does. What yeah. do they do? Yeah, because you've got archers, you've got infantrymen, you've, you've got these like guys. huge machine gun arrow things yeah. that they've created. Um, but we don't know exactly what. I mean, you think no. they're going to jump off there, but I mean, you want to see it, and yeah. we do get to see it. It's cool. But and you do. They they jump off with big spears. Well, and- not yet, because the whole like army comes like this monstrous sort of green leathery kind of testicle monsters with lots of eyes and <laughs> their eyes teeth. on their shoulders. Yeah, yeah, pretty horrible, pretty effective. Like thousands of, I can't even tell you how many there are. It's like one of those you ever played a tower defense game. Yeah, yeah. it's like one of those. Where yeah. they, and they're just lobbing like fireballs mm. at them, and there's probably like. A million th- of these things yeah, die. It's just relentless. But, but w- yeah. w- we learn there's a queen as well. And she's got these like 
sort of stretchy mind flaps and she can flap them to talk to <laughs> yeah like she like kind of broadcasts aerials. and everyone and everyone follows her command turn yeah. left turn right attack and this attack that she's the one they've got to get but she's got this well kind she of orders them to gorilla kind of, kind of cavalry with her yeah they have like metal shield arms they're like in the 300 or whatever yeah. with their That's right, shields yeah, around yeah, there yeah they've yeah. got their wings or, or backs are made of metal. And or... she, her mind clunge, she tells them to <laughs> go up, go up like World War Z up the walls. Yeah. And that's when we see the the these like crazy crane women. They jump off, yeah. stabbing down. A very ineffective use of spears, I think, but yeah. it looks amazing. They like bungee Surely you jump could down. Just throw the spear down and then winch the, sheer, the spear back up. Yeah. I, I'd be As looking opposed- at hot oil myself from there and well, they just do, roll we, it, they roll do have a number down of, the wall they got some scissors later on uh, they <laughs> did. but yeah there's all different methods and and it's spectacular that they would just dive into know the clouds and start picking off how historically accurate this is no it says well i've been it's a to the great yeah. i've been to the great wall of china and, and when, when this was happening when it was a little bit after that but you could see the effects still yeah. in, you know the inner workings of the wall and everything there were still bones of these guys around oh we've so got walls here i mean i don't know why anyone would need to travel to see a wall. well that's a great wall that's the difference, how great is it actually it? well it's you know anyway some of the they, they generic off, green they, things they do all... make it up onto the oh yeah battlements yes and the good irishman matt damon like comes to you know show off his full range of fighting skills and he takes one down where he slow-mos a spear out the air and then pedro what's his name pascal pascal he matadors one of them and honestly was like no they are fucking not it's amazing isn't it (laughs) he matadors it and he comes through and damon shoots it i think they do it twice it was because the first one is just pure matadorness the second one he does the slow-mo like slide on the ground and shoots up into it so i never misses a shot in the entire fucking movie well Um, at the end he does yeah, yeah Yeah, and so, so he proves himself to them because he was going to be in the stockade, but they didn't. Have well, they to. they both were, and they they've kind of got themselves because the monsters a, a retreat. The monsters do retreat, and they yeah. pull their dead and wounded off the battlefield. Yeah. It's pretty weird. Yeah, and that's right. They they don't want anybody to to have a body of these kind of alien creatures. The aliens will will take their dead mm. and injured away, so there's nothing left for them to experiment or find out more about them, which is one of the, the themes a little bit later on. But at this point, our two uh, European heroes who have come to save for the Great Wall of China have, have been made friends because they were so brave on yeah. the wall, weren't they? And at this point, and they, they have saved a conversation. the life of a young soldier, Peng that's, Young. That's I think right. And they they start having a conversation with William Defoe, who's helped them out at, at one point. He's Ballard. He yeah. also came searching for black powder twenty five years ago, and has sort of but remained there as teacher slash captive slash opportunist, waiting for a chance. It's yeah, not really it's clear, yeah. but he's given it. His eyebrows are given it at least as much as if he was doing like Antichrist or the Lighthouse <laughs> or something. Like he's well into this. He's he's been there twenty five years, and as you say, he has the the free range. I found him quite a strange character actually because. He, it's like they didn't really know how to write him into this film. He's greed. He's he's you know a lot of this is about greed and yeah. that sort of thing. Well, it's written by Tony turned. Gilroy amongst lots yeah. of other really talented people. <laughs> he gets yeah his head gets turned and and they start making I, plans and plots to to grab the black powder and yeah. uh, and get the hell out of Dodge. But also I got the feeling there was possibly a little simmering romance there between Commander. General Lynn. Lynn May. General and Lynn. Irish stock. Matt I don't Damon. think so. No. 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 Oh, she I definitely thought that she was into him. No. Uh, well, was... maybe in another life, but she lived in servitude to, you know, her crane people. She That's what she did. <laughs> she was the general. Um, you can't do both. And also she's a, she's like, she's a bit disgusted by him because he's a mercenary and he's fought for like never under one flag. Yeah. yeah. He she's... says, oh, I killed Bar and I fought for them and I did this with the, italians and yeah i protected a duke or whatever and she like pulls the moral high ground on him we're not the same and and uh, you know they he's going to learn about trust and loyalty and all that shit anyway yeah ballard does come up with his plan to steal the black powder and escape during the monster attack the next Mm. monster attack which is a good idea because it's very clear that they they are going to come back yeah yeah they are not of this world well we get strategist wang now gets the chance to tell us oh two thousand years ago there was a really greedy emperor and there was this 
comet was sent to punish him for his greed yeah. and this green shit emerged and every 60 years they're going to attack and that's what it was this comet and he's also got a theory that the queen is something to do with it all and um the magnets something about magnets <laughs> yeah magnetic that, rock. his, well, his mag magnetic rock hopefully that is, will come into play at yeah. some point. well they did find a 900 year old scroll didn't they that will come out later that it also talked about magnets they didn't <laughs> put two and two together i guess so, so there's various battles and various opportunities for them to get a little more favor with the general and there's a big fight about to happen isn't there there's been a few there's one another. general lin ends up getting promoted yeah after a big fight that kills a nighttime fight that kills yeah the other general in the, in the blacks a tearful scene where he hands over the the commander the, the squadron command now. is now and yeah. there's a beautiful gorgeous funeral drums and these lanterns going up into the sky like that was the stars great. The themselves. Shot in the film. yeah i great. did enjoy that when they gave the order to do something in the battles that was communicated to the army by drums and yeah. that was really fucking cool anyway because they've got this theory about magnets and shit damon's like well we should harpoon them and bring them back like whaling we'll introduce whaling to the, to the <laughs> i've seen it in spain i've seen it in is spain it, is that what he said yeah it is what he says yeah and so they decide to the next monster attack try and like sedate one with this yellow stuff smeared on a big harpoon thing yeah that's right. So, so Damon Asley—he's the guy that needs to go down and secure the beast, isn't he? Because mm. they managed to. Well, yeah, because they—it's like fishing. They are on a, you know, what they're trying to wind it yeah. in, and they—they they think well, they, they hit about know. five or six of these things. And, yeah, and it's it's at this point they've had an opportunity to escape. I think. Am I right in saying that this is the the point? And he goes back to he show does. them how to fish. Whereas the others have been waiting for him. Yeah. And they're, they're really pissed off because he didn't end up making the escape because That's he's, right. he's teaching, playing hero. By he's their playing perception. hero. And he's, he's as they're winding the, the beast in, he's saying, no, 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 you've got to let it out. Let it tire itself a little bit. Otherwise it's going to oh, panic. You're the gonna others break the in, chain as well. The chain yeah. will break and everything. And, and so that's what they do, and they tire him out, and he he goes back, and they sec eventually secure this beast, and they bring it back up, and well, it's they, going on, mad. But he does, have, like you say, he does have to go out on the battlefield, and Pedro Pascal appears and just saves him, just as he's just about, about to, to get. die. Is it? Did I miss? You have they did? They've got this. They fire recorders at them, the screaming arrows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they're basically just recorders. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, so you can hear them, and he's killing them all. Yeah, uh, he has to then he he picks them up. And fires them into the air to show to let them know their location. It's quite yeah, clever. Yeah, and then they just obliterate everything anyway. Yeah. They, they yeah, throw yeah. the black powder. Torvar, so, and he passes out. And when he comes to, he has a confrontation with Torvar, doesn't he? He doesn't like what he's become. I don't recognise you, etc., etc. Yeah, well, he's he went into China with a, another kind of renegade guy who, who's been on many adventures before and they've saved each other's lives countless times. And they, they had a simple mission to go in, get mm. the black powder and get out and get out. And suddenly he's exactly what we said. He's trying to play hero. He's trying to show. Well, he's um, playing it very well. Yeah, he's playing it very well. And he can see actually the problem is if they break through this wall everyone's fucked everyone's fucked because yeah. they seem to multiply with the amount of people they kill yeah or something so why they've been taking the bodies back because the queen feeds on the bodies and that's how she multiplies or something it's all down to the so queen, anybody basically. human bodies as well would mean that the queen's going to produce more young and suddenly they would just and they're getting smarter the as well yeah and it's stated that if they all they've got to do is take out the queen and the army will fold, you know, will, it will be gone once the queen is gone. But that's, that's what they theorised, don't yes. they? Yeah. And it's what, because they do a little experiment because they have caged one of these beasts and they work out that when it's really close to it, it cuts off its a communication with the queen. Behind. Yeah, well, that's yeah. it. A, a magnet, basically. A big Cri old magnet is this this beast kryptonite. Yeah. What, yeah. what, did the beasts have a name? Were yeah, they? the Tau-Tay. Tau-Tay. Right. So, yeah, they would, they would just kind of go all exhausted and uh, but take that away from them even by about 10 meters or so yeah and well there was exactly that happened didn't it because they need to get that beast once it's there they say no royal decree mm. if you catch one of the tau tays it's got to go to, to, the, to emperor. the emperor so the emperor wants to to see this beast and the they, big big brave emperor yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just a young boy and 
the they take the magnet too far away and it freaks out the cage and it it nearly damages yeah um, again he well just it manages lets, to, lets the queen know where they are and that's what when they, that change happens, direction, they change don't direction they? And, yeah and all start and right. also because they had tunneled through in a another well, yes, battle that now happened. discover that the, the battles were a red herring a distraction yeah. and they've been tunneling under the wall yeah. At the same time as this is happening, Ballard and Tovar have committed their plan of blowing up the armories and stealing yeah. the stuff from there. So it's all going wrong. And they said General Lynn suspects or knows of that William was complicit in it because he knew about it and didn't yeah. tell her. But then he is he's cut out of the the trouble really when the the same guard that he saved in the first part of the show she mm. says no actually he was trying to stop him yeah and they they drop something on his head and that's why he's here and not with them that's right yeah it, it, ballard just william defoe just drops a load of stones on his head from, yeah from for some reason mm. doesn't he yeah he just says no we can't have this guy slowing us down and and they escape and they've got all the um the, the black powder with them and whilst looking for a route through Pascal goes off onto his off his horse mm. and starts going up a track to see if he can get a better vantage point. And Defoe legs it off with yeah, the horses gone. and the black powder. Yeah, he's pretty quickly captured actually by a bunch of bandits who don't know what the fuck they're doing with the uh, while he's tied up they're like dancing and playing with these bombs and stuff and they throw one near a fire and then they just all get killed it's brilliant and Uh, that alerts everyone to where they are yeah and he goes and picks up the last kind of few sticks of dynamite that hasn't blown up and still tries to make an escape Mm. eventually he's caught though as well isn't he and he's taken back but whilst they've been cocking about with the monster in the cage at the palace mm. like you say the the horde has has been alerted to where they are so we've seen them on mass change direction and we've got this huge now culmination of all the battles they hot air balloons yeah they it's hot air balloon yeah yeah which are pretty cool you ever do, been on a hot air balloon yeah have you yeah they're good i know i'd never contemplated how you land you just crash, crash. you just have to have a crash landing well we, it would be fine but we did it in dubai so it's like look over there some sand oh, yeah, look over there more sand. Some more sand yeah. yeah so that was wank but these ones they were more like they were on a pallet yeah it's kind of raft yeah, style with a fabric balloon i didn't know if that was actually work or not yeah well it appeared to in this and there was no reason to doubt any of the <laughs> events that occurred i think a legend yeah and they're like dropping bombs and stuff i think from knowledge from bombs those, or yeah. like actual bombs no actual bombs right. yeah and then eventually wang as they get hold up decides you know tells him they've got to take down the queen that's the only way to finish it so they captured beast they decide to tie a load of bombs yeah. to it that's right fatten it up with meat and it will go back to the hive where the queen will eat it. Yeah. I think. Yeah, that was the theory. Or at least accept it into the, the little kind of guerrilla army group she's got around her that protect her yeah. And, yeah. and maybe blow everything up. And so that Damon runs up the inside of this like beautiful stained glass building mm. with all these kaleidoscope of colours coming through and he's trying to take this shot and he fucks it twice like taking this shot to 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 hit the explosives that it's are like when the first there. guy takes the shot at the death star yeah yeah we think he's, hit, he's nailed it because it looks like it's about to go in and one of the girls just deflects the arrow away yeah. otherwise he would have been the hero nobody had heard of exactly him. Yeah. yeah but it's not him uh general lynn's like tired of him fucking it up <laughs> so she takes the thing and bungee jumps it's it actually quite nice that matt damon didn't go for it again and yeah, she goes great. no no I'll, I'll take this one and yeah. and she nails the shot she nails the shot she lobs the magnet through so just as they're closing up their little yeah, hole right. they go mm. and <laughs> yeah and everything blows up and then instantly like a hundred thousand of these yeah, things just kind of stop game of thrones kind of lord of the rings once lord of the rings gone everyone dies yeah so that was a nice resolution to everything and then we get to see good irishman matt damon he's got the keys to the city and he opens it looks like he may be going back to his cell or whatever but no it's um What's Pedro, his name? Tovar. He's in, like, he's his, in the stocks. stocks and chained to the wall, and it's all very jovial. And mm. it's like they said I could like take all the black powder I could carry, I could come and save you. <laughs> and you're like, this is fucking shit. And he's obviously chosen to save his mate. Who knows why? Because they even his mate says, he says, I hope him. you chose the powder. And yeah, completely well, they, fucked him over. There's no way he would have done and that. And they didn't even really look like they really liked each other that much. <laughs> that anyway. Zero chemistry. 
Yeah, and then she, General Lin, is promoted to General of the Northwest Territory. So she comes by for a sort of respectful farewell with Damon and then William and Tovar. It's a big home. job. It's a big job that, yeah. It's bigger than that, Dan. And they're, they're also giving a, like, a escort back, aren't they? Because there's bandits in them, their countries. But yeah. they're giving a royal escort back without the powder that they went for. But confirmation in those guys that it does exist because it's still during a, a time of the world where the the chinese had invented gunpowder mm. i think hundreds of years before yeah and a lot of it else. is about you know re- reckless western pursuit of of gunpowder and the machinery and of war and, uh, and greed um, well a lot of it and trust touched, and it's stuff. touched on that it's yeah yeah it is <laughs> i liked it but it's oh my God. it's for an awful <laughs> film that that is it, at least it works. The fact is action. You know, you can't really go wrong just because it's all thrown well, down can. there. You can, and they have, but <laughs> it it wouldn't, you know, the, the fact that it's just larger than life and it, it, it throws all this stuff, it's, it's obviously just bullshit. The Great Wall is just a backdrop to an otherwise kind of, you know, like a zombie movie or, or kind of, you know, whatever it is. It's, it's a sort it's of like a weird, movie yeah, or, or swords something. and sandals type thing, but, you know, featuring a lot of like Chinese culture and that sort of thing. And yeah, I thought it was quite enjoyable. It's like, it's only about an hour and 40 minutes and it's yeah. pretty, you know, simple Which stuff. saves it actually, because it, under, under that kind of time period, it feels the pace of it moves quick enough that, you can kind of watch it. If it had been a two-hour movie, if they'd have tried to make this into an epic or, or longer than that, it would have, you know, it'd have been unwatchable to be honest. But it was, it was borderline that anyway. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I know Sidey's looking at me like it was <laughs> the worst movie he's seen all year. Probably uh, it. definitely it's, worst, yeah. it's definitely the worst film I've seen this year. Yeah, it, honestly, it was awful. It was, it was, awful. it was, and terrible it was, acting. It was but, bad enough for me to like laugh at it and get a kick out of it. Honestly, every time Matt Damon spoke, I was like, "What's going yeah, on? This is the, fucking unbelievable." The accents, pretty and good. I think what maybe didn't help was that I didn't know it was going to be monsters. I thought it was going to no, be like a historical army against army sort of thing. Yes, yeah, so did I. Yeah. So yeah. I was taken aback by that, and they were just kind of generic and rubbish. The design of them was just lazy to me. But it was the, because there was no it, chemistry like between any of the leads didn't like any believable performances what it felt like was a film made for the chinese market and then they threw in a couple of westerners to, to sort of say right we might be able to Shits sell and it giggles. sell it to a different yeah. and then it just felt like a commodity well, but it was to me. exactly pitched specifically as a cross-cultural thing to see what they could do and could they bring could zhang you know this really famous chinese director bring his style and his movie to the west you know, just bring those movies to the West and they're all right anyway. Yeah, well, they, but he, this was specifically his artistic vision. This was the movie he wanted to make. And, um, it's like a weird Power Rangers movie for me. It's just garbage. Yeah, it's not as good Robin as Hero Hood's kind of thrown like in and, and stuff. Nowhere near as good as Hero no. or House of the Flying Daggers or, mm. or any of those. It, it's, it's definitely not fit to, to they also, I thought it was pretty good swashbuckling but stuff. As, as a kind of action adventure maybe you know just with the if you'd never seen lord of the rings or game of thrones or any of that and this came out you would mm. think wow that's that's but it, it was all just built on the back of that really for me you well, just it's from legends scenes. that are thousands of years old on the chinese side though matt damon said he saw oh, the matt, director yeah. cave in to the investors in there and and completely compromise his vision Right. And he said, whenever his daughter talks about it, she calls it the wall. And he says, no, it's the Great Wall. And she says, fuck all great about it. <laughs> That's fair enough. No, I, I was surprised that I, I sat through it all in one sitting and it didn't drag that bad for me. I mean, I, my expectations on this was, was really low. I remember it at the time getting really bad reviews and not remembering about the monsters or anything or calling anything about that, but I was just thinking, oh, it's Matt Damon in a, in a film about the Great Wall. <laughs> that was shit. It doesn't seem one that I'm going to go for. But I've seen it now and it wasn't as bad as all that, but there's loads better stuff than this. Do you want to know the number stats? Yeah, go on. Budget for it. This is just the production budget. It was 150 million US. What are we thinking? I reckon it probably About the same. Won. About the same. Maybe the same, yeah. It made at the box office 335 million, mm. but when you throw in the amount of marketing and mm. all the rest of it, it ends up losing $75 million. Wow. <laughs> which is okay. big numbers. But think of all those marketers that have 
line their pockets. Yeah, they've, yeah. they've done well. It's the sort of sweet spot for thing I things I like, which is like a huge production movie that you know has it loads look of weirdness cool, really. in 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 it. And um, I did enjoy the scissors as well. Yeah, that was yeah, the yeah, highlight yeah. for me. You know, watching all those guys in blue and red being savaged amongst a sea of green and stuff—that was pretty cool. Could have done with a bit more violence, maybe, but yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think if I say it's good, it's hyping it. So if you're going to watch it, know that it's shit. <laughs> right, Dan, you are now notorious for your disdain for this section of the show, the kids' TV. It's, it's not true. I just had a bit of a mind blank on it. I do actually enjoy a lot of the, the TV shows you guys put on. Well, this kids was a real treat. Well, let's tell you what but... we think about this, and you may want to pick it up afterwards and, okay. and catch up, because we watched Mika. Yeah. Okay. Which is in the Blippy universe. Yeah. So way back when in our La La Land episode. Yeah. Christ. Yeah. We reviewed Blippy. Is this the same guy? This is, this was the actual Blippy, yeah. Right, okay. Did you He's watch got, me and Blippy race cars at Discovery Cube? No, no, this was no, the, big, the bike. big bike ride. Yeah. So let's a little recap of Blippy. 17 million subscribers he's got his most seen video a 15 minute jungle animal for kids video has 895 million views wow yeah uh, his stuff is completely empty calorie tv lacking absolutely any educational or artistic value whatsoever and he has the weird creepy vibe i thought it did have edge i thought it was blippy yeah, I'm sure when we covered it the first time, it was it had some kind of research. Swer- no, they was yeah. He's a really cynical marketer, so oh, that's okay. how he's most. He gives off the most like creepy, weird vibe, like uncle who doesn't have kids and doesn't really <laughs> like them type vibe. And his whole shtick is just to scowl in amazement at like the most banal things you've ever seen. <laughs> right. So Ooh, it, wow. it starts off with him. He he has a kind of distinctive look about him. So he's got sh- like trousers, braces, white shirt, and then everything else, like all the accessories are fluorescent. So he has a bright orange tie, mm. blue and orange hat, I think. Yeah. Do um, you remember the main glasses. thing about him? He's a dick. Steve, what was his name? His like absolutely enormous wealth off the back of this shite. He he right. So he did. He was a shop. Well, there's all of that yeah. and the sort of weirdly sort of sexual life that he lives online for a children's entertainer. <laughs> but he was also a like what are they called? Like a shock video person called right. Seth Steve Grossman, and he once sat on a toilet backwards and shat all over his mate. <laughs> wearing a bicycle helmet so, and this episode that we watched was the big bike ride that's why i chose uh, okay, it because right, okay. of that yeah so yeah there's a there's a the, stevin john is the guy's name and there's a video out there if you want to see him shitting on another human being it's out there this he doesn't do that he's cold and dead behind the eyes he's a cynical advertiser who understands the algorithm and has created all this shit but and he markets so in this to- one he has a yellow bicycle and it has a flat tire yeah that's the the driving force behind this and then we meet the eponymous mika yes who says oh look dickhead you've got a flat tire he's got a fixie did you notice that yes the fixed gear bike and mika is his female friend equally irritating thing that appears on the screen and does cartwheels and just just like squeaky the the voices are all really squeaky and like infantile yeah her personality is sort of easily pleased imbecile and we meet i've never had like I've never seen anyone on the screen that I've had more sympathy for than the bike mechanic mm. that appears in just a few moments because she points out that they're they're outside a bike shop but it's also a cafe and they're like fucking blown away by the fact that you can get your bike looked at and have food and drinks there the spoke bicycle cafe so they ha- this guy has to come out and he's he's pained you can tell that he's like excruciating he's living like his own personal hell yeah as they squeak and like squeal at him yeah and he has to explain like the intricacies is, is of he changing like the tire a, on the bike. A, a normal person he's a human yeah he's yeah. a human and, male right and he is having to genuinely describe how you change the tire on a bike and they're just like gurning and yeah and <laughs> shrieking and there's a sort of strangely hypnotic moment when he's like pumping the wheel up and Blippi is just staring at his pumping arm, licking his lips. And they, you know, he just shrieks in amazement, like, oh, it looks like a circle and whatever the fuck. And they put in a new inner tube. It, he makes it look pretty easy, to be fair. Yeah, it's not. It, yeah. 
It is if you're a bike mechanic, if you're an idiot like me, because I am a bike enthusiast, but I still would struggle. So with these are adults acting like children, yeah. and yeah. it's huge. And when popular. I watch people like that, I just think about when they finish doing this. It's like you've murdered someone, and you know, in Macbeth, you want to wash the the blood off your hands. Like I could never get over the shame of having to have to perform like that. Yeah, like, eight hundred and views would get you some money, wouldn't it? Eight hundred million know, but views. I, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd be able to put myself through that. No, no. Well, I, watching it's bad enough, but having to do it, I probably would. But it's the sort of soullessness of it all. It's so cynical and lacking in any artistic merit whatsoever. Anyway, they have some food. They fix a bike. They fix the bike up. They have some food. They put stickers on the helmet and ribbons. Uh, and have shit. you ever decorated your helmet? Yeah, <laughs> he <laughs> does say that, and nobody, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Mm. When they go and look for a helmet, she chooses it on colour. Which is like terrible advice to model in the. Yeah, she um, should make sure it's it's up to it's spec. Safe. Yeah, safe yeah, standards. But they don't do that. So they I'll go take for the a paper pink one. Yeah, they yeah. go for a bike ride together, and then they go on a tandem bike together. And well, I was thinking about this. Would you prefer to be on the front or the back of a tandem? Have you ever done it? No. Have you done it? The front. Yeah. The front. Yeah. It's really fucking hard to me. But yeah, well, you want to be on the back, don't you? No, I'd want to be steering. I'd want to be in control. I want to be it. sort of like just lifting my legs up in the back. Like yeah, Mr. but Burns. then you have literally no control over. You're just like mindless legs pumping away at the back. No, just like <laughs> maybe not, your sex tape. Not, to, <laughs> not cycling. Anyway, the the enjoyment of that is over pretty soon. And then does it just end? I can't remember what happens. So looking fabulous in his decorated helmet, Blippi sort of rides off into the sunset and then he's sideswiped by an 18-wheeler. It's absolutely (laughs) No, I remember what happens. They spell each other's names. Yeah. And it started to really bug me because this is Mika, but the whole thing has been completely... About Blippi. Completely taken over by Blippi. And he he does all this to camera stuff. He spells out his name first. And he's like, oh, and what's your name, person whose show this actually is? And she spells out her name and then they fuck off. It's torture. It's absolute torture. The good thing, though, is it's on Netflix and you can put it on different playback speed. So I watched it on one and a half times <laughs> but because they talk in that fucking wretched oh, yeah. it makes no difference no. <laughs> so I, I it's think fine the, the thing with like when you watch two things like this like there's always in the back of your mind the first question when there's a young man and woman in this is like I wonder whether they boned but there's no question of that whatsoever because they've got like you know there's like no tension or chemistry between them they've got this sort of vibe of they were given a school assignment and they don't really know each other and they have to do this thing together that's their whole like shtick so if i'm correct then this is something they've started on youtube Mm. together and it's just taken off yeah and now it's on Netflix and it's mm. taken over. The Blippi did live shows. There was a whole fake, fake Blippi. Or contra- controversy. Contra- controversy. Wow. Yeah. I just, yeah, I don't see what the, I would like to say educational adventures. I would um, like to inflict it on you just for a couple of minutes. Just say, I feel like you should suffer too. I really despise. Well, Blippi. I did try. I did try to watch Do your it kids for this. like this. Youngest My one. youngest one went through a time when she liked Blippi. Yeah, I would put an embargo on it. Say, fortunately, there's too many people watching my Netflix account. <laughs> I can't watch it. It's oh, oh, it's painful. It's really painful. Yeah, terrible, 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 terrible. Okay, strong, and, and strong recommend. I'm, I'm yeah. thinking, who's our old Pete likes him? Well, Ryan's World. Ryan's World. Yeah, it's probably um, worse than Ryan's World. I'd say. Would you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is worse than Ryan's World. Ryan's World did at least develop into a slightly better show. Oh, at least they that. talk like human beings might talk. They, they do not in this. And it's, it's a low bar, but even they could. Yeah, I mean, I would. Yeah. I wouldn't watch either of them, but, but yeah, strong recommend. Yeah, absolutely worthless. Yeah, strong recommend. Draws us to a close, gentlemen. Yes, we need nominations for next week. We need to decide what day we're doing this next week. Yeah, because I'm kind not of here stuff. on Monday. You're getting cool in the big, in the big city. capital city. Yeah. And, and I Dan's may got, have something on. Dan's got collegium. Yeah. So we will organise it, though. So we'll, we'll make it happen. happen. Yeah, 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 we'll make it happen. But good varied content this week, if yeah. not like unanimously enjoyed by all. Have we got nominations for literally? This last you don't week? listen to anything you say. <laughs> yeah, no. So we will have nominations, Dan. But we don't have them just yet. We don't. Yeah. We don't. But who's nominated? You can nominate if you like. Okay. Right. You can get ready. Okay. It's born ready. I, f- I should have mentioned that we have a new thing. 
Riggs, you supplied a new sign. Oh, yeah, courtesy of my nephew. We've got a uh, Bad Dad's Film Review custom-made light thing. It looks really cool, actually. um, We we turn it on now when we're recording so that the three of us know that we're recording. Yeah. Checks. Checks. We are recording, recording. (laughs) yeah. So that's cool. That's good. And on that bombshell, society's out. Riggs out. Dan's gone. (laughs) 